Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. We got some more quarantine gang coming on the show this week. Yes. Super excited. Ella Thomas and Ryan Prouse. Yes, the real life married couple. Yeah. And they play married couple Willa and Chase on quarantine. Yes, oh my goodness. I can't remember the last time I've laughed this hard. Yeah. Like, it was gotta be one of the, it was gotta be. Like, I'm already, uh, yeah. like, d-d-bumbled. Like, uh, one of the most fun interviews we've ever had. Honestly. I mean, it's just been, trust me when I tell you, though, guys, tuck the kids away, get them in bed before, you know, get your bottle of wine, get get ready, because this interview... Might get you blushing a little yeah, bit. My, little, <laughs> little risque. Little risque. You have been warned. Yes, I hope you all are prepared. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that just so fun, so fun. That interview is later on in the show. Now, let's get a little crazy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly! Episode 116 this 116! Oh what? Oh my goodness! It's so insane! Absolutely like, wild. I, I can't believe that we're already three and a half, four months, like, something like that, past our hundredth show. Yeah. Like, this year is just, like, fuck COVID. It, it's just <laughs> blowing by. It's, like, it's I mean, insane. Woo. It's insane. And this is a special one, because I'm sure everyone has seen on our social media pages that we released an interview last week on Wednesday. Yes, we had a bonus interview. That's right. That's how busy we are. Exactly. That, I mean, we, we non-stop non-stop working, man. man. Yeah, it's... Ben Milliken. Yes. And man, was it a good one. It was. I, I mean, this guy was just so inspiring. He's from down under. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, a boxer turned actor. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you guys haven't checked that out, be sure to check it out. It's a really interesting story. He's got a movie playing in the theaters right now, uh, Mighty, Mighty Oak. Oak. Yep. And uh, it's just really, uh, he's got great advice for up and this guy's got a once you set your mind to it, you do it attitude, and it's a really great interview. Check that out for sure. Definitely. Very positive individual. Like ourselves and your host with the most, myself, JLo Fantastic, and the one and only Mal. What's up? Man, oh man. We got a lot to talk about. Some COVID-related, some not. Yeah. I mean, Marvel, DC, fucking Sony, Hulu, Netflix, all the good stuff, guys. Yes. All the good stuff. Uh, but you know, before we get this thing started, we got to plug our website yes crazyantmedia.com we do where you can find what's happening here at crazy ant media anything that you want to know about crazy ant media is on our website crazyantmedia.com you can check out the inside the crazy ant farm page our professional bios and also our merchandise page where you can start rocking the latest and greatest crazy ant media gear oh my goodness it's we wear so it every good. day it's true every day it's, it's like true it's true and everybody asks us about it. What's that? Like, oh, yep, you know. It's that crazy I, I, that's shit. That's the best feeling, too. Like, when somebody, or when they recognize, like, oh, my God, it's the crazy ant guys. It's like, yes, that's right? us. You yeah. know. So awesome. So good. So <laughs> good. And uh, just for y'all who uh, watch the weekly address, the state of the company address, we will be back at that next week. We just wanted to take a, some time off doing some stuff. And, We're road I mean, tripping. Yeah, you know. Road you know, tour, We are touring some studios. I mean. Everybody yes. knows that we are a production company first and foremost. So I mean, touring some studios, seeing we're going where we're going to shoot some shit. Yeah, because like everybody, we were trying to figure out where the hell we're going to be able to shoot stuff. Yeah, you know, and we're getting ready to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, guys. I mean, be expecting that next week. And we also have some amazing news. 
Crazy Aunt Media has hired an intern. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited about this. She is going to come on board. She's going to be helping us out so much in all different aspects. You guys are going to get to know her really well. Yes. Uh, look for the announcement because we're going to announce her real soon, and I think you guys are going to love her, and she's just she's going to be a huge help. I can't wait to bring her on. I agree. I agree. But, man, like you said, people looking for fucking places to shoot some shit. Woo! And, I mean, Los Angeles is no different. It's, I mean, obviously one of the most impacted yeah. states in the United States with the whole COVID virus. Oh, my goodness. Los Angeles County has issued an extensive regulations for the stage of film. Like, basically... It, there can only be so many people on a set, and even when you are on set, you got to be yeah. quiet to make sure like you don't pass each other's germs through like talking bubbles. Is that what they yeah, refer to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's insane. First of all, they release these rules, you know, and the, and they're saying as of today, I guess these rules will allow production in Los Angeles County to start as of today. Yeah. Um, but realistically the studios are saying no shot man we're not even thinking until like august yeah. because some of these rules are just absolutely crazy by the way los angeles county still on the upswing in yeah. covid cases exactly. not not the downside no. yet so why that i think this is crazy but yeah. some of these rules man first of all it's they have to follow the strictest rules for social distancing okay yeah. six feet apart you know the rules you Obviously. know how that goes yeah right Essential cast and crew will be allowed on set. Yeah. That's actors should wash their hands before every scene. <laughs> These crack me up right here. Any prolonged physical contact, for example, fight scenes or sex scenes, it's discouraged. Which it's is discouraged. crazy because, I mean, the two biggest things right now are action superhero movies and rom-coms. So yeah. What it, the fuck? <laughs> it, it, exactly. And here's my favorite part. Actors are mandated. Mandated. To keep as silent as possible yeah. to avoid spreading droplets through talking. That's what it was, droplets. So talkies are dead, guys. We're going back to the silent era, exactly. apparently. <laughs> how do exactly. actors remain as silent as possible? What the fuck? Like, how is that going to go down? It doesn't like, make much sense, guys. I mean, especially since... We're supposed to be portraying real life, right? Exactly. I mean, people have conversations. Nobody just texts each other in the same room. Like. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, and by the way, forget extras. Yeah, because that's not crowd scenes are also discouraged. Yeah. They would rather you just not have those. So <laughs> if you got your main people walking down the city in New York City, you're not going to see anybody. No. Times Square, no. Mm -mm. no. No. And I mean, it's the same. You know how you go on set and there's normally craft services for basically all the actors and creators who are on set so they can eat. Because, I mean, you're spending like 12-hour right. days there. Right. Well, now this is no longer a thing. You cannot have craft services on your set right now. Yeah, no, no no buffet table and when there is food you know because they have to feed you it's one single servant exactly like, the good old days of craft services where you could walk up to the buffet table like 85 times just keep feeding yeah. your face mm -mm, it nope. sounds like a whole bunch of box lunch type shit <laughs> like here, take your box take your box like it's crazy that it's, this is where we're at. But, it's I mean, honestly, true. they just shouldn't have opened up yet. I mean, they, especially in Los Angeles. Yeah. They just shouldn't have. I mean, it, it, and get this. The things that normally film, like TV shows that film in front of a, a live studio audience or an audience, paid staff members are encouraged to be the audience. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> like, even they have to sit, like, so far <laughs> I'm just like, this is all insane to me. Yeah. Like, and that's why... 
at the top of the show, like we said, we were in North Carolina uh, scouting out sound stages and locations in North Carolina. And because, guys, much like the studio said, you know, they're thinking August. This stuff, nobody knows. No. Even when they say go Never. ahead and film, when you look at these rules and you're like, how? Exactly. How the fuck are we going to film something under these guidelines? I, I don't know. And then the real question is, and Logan brought this up last week, which 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 was a great question. Can they get insured? Yeah. You know, every production has to be insured, guys. I, I mean, that that's just part of the process. And from what we're understanding, I guess anybody that had started production or was in the about to go into production in March who had already attained their insurance, they'll be able to keep going under that policy. But anybody who didn't, can they even get a new policy? Yeah. Like, like, so that could prohibit people from filming right away because they can't get insured. So I don't know, man. It just seems like they are really just trying to help out their economic state, which, I mean, isn't in any good place right now because literally all the productions are heading down to Georgia. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, like, like Productions going down to Georgia to ooh. make some great films. I, I mean, seriously. Yeah. I, I, guys, are you ready for these numbers? This is insane. The governor of Georgia, the office of the governor, Brian Kemp, he said today, he released a statement earlier today, that major motion picture, television, and streaming companies plan to bring back and hire, are you ready for this, 40,000 production workers who will be employed on an expected 75 different productions to mm. be filming in Georgia. Mm. Okay, 75, guys. That's going to bring in more than two billion dollars into their economy so that's two billion dollars leaving california guys and going to georgia yeah and these aren't these aren't the small studios that are coming i mean it's walt disney it's nbc universal netflix sony paramount and warner brothers they're all headed down there yeah basically everybody is coming here i mean we already knew that they were kind of filming some stuff you know marvelous filmed some stuff there and and like you know but now it just seems like they're fleeing on massive love and you can't blame them you know these guys are itching to get back to work too because yeah. they're losing money left and right by not having these movies pumping out revenue, you know? So. Yeah, but at the same time, it's very worrisome because California is way down here with their guidelines. It seems like Georgia is way up here with their guidelines. Like the pendulum is just not swinging in the favor of everyone's health. Right. So I feel like this could also be like a bad thing. Like, we're not on a down curve yet. I mean, people aren't really talking about COVID anymore because of, you know, like riots and things like that going on in our country right now. But still, like, this disease is no, like, it's not even close to being done yet. No, no. And and here's the crazy thing, because Georgia has seen a little bit of the downslide, but will it skyrocket back up exactly. once these films start shooting again or these TV shows start shooting again? Because who's to say that won't happen? We've already seen it. Like, when people go to the beach, boom, increase in, in yeah, you right know. Yeah, right there. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I just. I mean, I we saw what crazy. happened with the theaters in Texas. Exactly. Like, fucking theaters in Texas open up, and then, like, a week later, like, a thousand more cases cases pop up yeah it's really scary and this next one is even more scary because i mean it's an actual like theme park wide crowd right like venue disney disneyland is talking about reopening in california and disney's theme park division sets to plan uh for phased opening i mean obviously that's what you have to do right now um of the disneyland resort and disneyland uh california adventure uh will start to welcome guests back july 17th that's like right around the corner man and i like we said california is like 
not even at the peak yet. Yeah, I mean, you know, for uh, Disneyland sits in Orange County, but guys, it's literally just a, a rock's throw exactly. from Los Angeles like, County. Okay, we know they opened. Uh, you know, they announced the opening for Disney World. We know, you know, we know uh, overseas they've opened already. You know, but this one just seems crazy to yeah. me because unlike Florida, again, who's kind of on the downslope now, which. Who knows after they open Disney World and Universal what's going to happen. But California is not, guys. No, yeah. They are still increasing in COVID exactly. cases. So I, and I think most of us, you know, agree and most of the people in California agree. They've already got a petition with more than 20,000 people signing it saying, please don't. Exactly. We love Disneyland, but please don't open yeah. it. And yet. I mean, even like, coming from us, and at least me personally – Obviously, you guys know, we love Disney. Like, they are the pinnacle of what we want to be. But right now, I would sign that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Because, I mean, health is more important than, like, entertainment that you love. So, I mean, don't die over some fucking, like, ride. Like, theme park ride. Exactly. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Hopefully, they take the petition in consideration and just not move forward with it. But, I mean... We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a little worse. They're still flip flopping, making arrangements, making moves on the movie side of it because yeah. we still don't know about theaters no, yet. No Although we heard AMC's planning on on kicking into full swing in a couple of weeks, and so we do, we don't know. But apparently, they've announced more changes, more release date changes, and they're going to do more stuff to, uh, straight to Disney Plus. Um, the one and only Ivan, which we talked about last week on the show, it's going to go now straight to Disney Plus on August twenty first or two weeks. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, yeah. Uh, and that is the third title now to be pulled off their theatrical release um, after Artemis Fowl, which is actually today. It, it debuts today. And uh, Hamilton that we talked about. So, mm, I don't know. I, I It's absolutely wild. And then, what is this? The, the Peter Jackson documentary, The Beatles um, Get Back, uh, which was initially set for September 4th yeah. of this year. Well, now uh, close a year uh, later. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking for August 27th of 2021. Damn. I know. And I'm super excited about this one because this is the one with all the archive footage and never before seen footage of their last appearance together as the Beatles on the rooftop, man. So I'm just bummed about this one. I know. Like I said, it's just everything has gotten hit by a storm right now it feels like so i mean let's see what happens let's see what happens but i like this next one though because it's a push towards diversity and yes. it's definitely something that needs to be more and more abc has chosen its first black romantic lead for the bachelor yes uh, picking matt james to head the 2021 version of the reality dating franchise uh, james was set to be a prospective pseudo for the bachelorette before the show and uh, hit the production shutdown all that good stuff well, all that bad stuff i should say right. um he becomes the first black bachelor in the show's 18 year history what the fuck yeah and only the second black person in the lead Ever, Rachel Lindsay for The Bachelorette. They're the only two in the 18 years that have been black leads. It's a little fucked like, up. Like, yeah, 18 years? Come on, guys. I mean, what the f- <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah I just don't understand. Yeah, why it took so long. Yeah. I mean, producers, get your shit together. Right? Like, 
I, I, I just don't even know how to how – to, uh, first of all, <laughs> we've mentioned this countless times on this show. I, I don't get the fascination of The Bachelor or Bachelorette anyway. No, it's I've weird. never understood the whole kind of thing, but I feel like after 18 years, this should have happened way sooner than yeah. that. We should mention really quick that now that the guidelines have been set in California and Newsom and all that, it looks like Marvel films and television shows are going to be swinging back into production here pretty soon. We don't know though. That's the rumor, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that, man. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. Yeah. Oh, heading over to the Bunny Warner Media. You guys know it. You guys love it. But uh, there's been some uh, a little drama, a little little drama. Uh, Warner Brothers has canceled the Paris screening of Gone with the Wind at Rex Theater on June 23rd. The screening yep. of Gone with the Wind had been scheduled to celebrate the reopening of the theaters and everything like that after France's uh, three-month shutdown. Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure everyone had seen earlier this week, uh, HBO Max decided to take it off and then put it back on. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, you know, silently, by the way, took it off. Like, didn't announce it. Did, just kind of disappeared off HBO Max. And then, I guess, took some heat for that? I, I, I don't know. But then they decided that they were going to put it back up, but they've kind of, like, put this disclaimer at the front of it saying that they're not okay with the way that the uh, uh, slaves are interpreted in this film. Yeah. Um. So, there you go. And, I mean, this is just going rampant everywhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, this kind of stuff is, is, you know, there's rumors left and right about stuff being taken off. D- Dukes of Hazard is the latest one I saw that they're yeah. thinking about yanking it off of uh, everywhere that it's being shown because of the of the the link to the deep south and slavery and stuff. Um, you know, I, I mean, I don't see this trend dying. Yeah, I uh, you know we're talking about what Disney censored a couple of films. Uh, you know, with the crows and uh, you know. Uh, Song of the South, the ride at Disney World is being hammered because it plays the song, you know, and just, I don't know, man. I, no. I don't Honestly, know. in my opinion, because everybody has different views and everybody has different things that they want to see, um, we saw, we talked about it a while ago, like a long time ago, when Spotify uh, created the mute button for yeah. like R. Kelly and specifically. But I think these streaming services should have the mute button for certain content that some people don't want to see. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they shouldn't take off that content if other people want to see it because, I mean, that is is their product that is their content they have the right to show that but like i said if a certain person doesn't want to see something they shouldn't they shouldn't be able to not say they don't don't want to have it on exactly well and and hbo even said in their statement that you know they're not allowed to edit it yeah you know i guess that's i mean you're you're taking a creator's work and basically chopping it up if you decide to cut out certain elements of the project right and and i i just you know and plus you know, you can't erase history. Yeah, I, I'm all for the changes, and I'm all for making things right, and I'm all for doing things that 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 bring attention and awareness and, and get this, you know, racism shit out of here once and for all. But you can't erase history. I mean, you know, I, I think it, it's important. You know, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a controversial topic, and, and I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of art out there that could be subject to this, and so we're just going to keep an eye on this, man. It, it's, you know, speaking of, I mean, there's so many different things going on with that, and we'll, we have a little bit more about that in, in the news also. Um, one thing, uh, we talked about this, uh, Batman, the new Batman, maybe Joker again in the trilogy. <sighs> uh, what? Yeah, I fucking... <laughs> 
Like Oscar winning performance by Joaquin Phoenix. Why are you going to make that a one and done? I'm a little irked by that. It's, I, know, I know. So many other ridiculously awesome villains and or storylines, guys, that you could go with. Don't do this. We really like Matt Reeves' idea for the, for Batman and going with the whole detective, world's greatest detective and film noir, old school kind of a thing. Don't fuck it up by bringing Joker back. Exactly. I mean, enough is enough, guys. What, do, what were we talking about? We love the idea of the whole Batman Deathstroke storyline and bringing in Nightwing and Batgirl and the whole Batman family. Yeah. Kind of so much better stories there than retelling the Joker again. Exactly. Just, exactly. Just, in my opinion. In my yeah, opinion. You know. And bring fucking, uh, I mean, they touched on him in uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman, but I really want to see the dynamic between Batman and Scarecrow. Yeah. Like, because I mean, like that is a freaking mad evil scientist that's fucking a whole bunch of shit up that does not have superpowers that could have Batman test his intelligence and test his exactly. thinking process. And, I mean, this is where he's, like, learning a whole bunch of shit. Right. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Did you guys know Batman has a kid? Did you know? See, if they brought in, you know, went back to Ra's al Ghul and Ra's daughter and you bring in Damien and like yeah. all the guys. There's so many other. Leave Joker alone. Yeah. Just leave Joker alone. I know. I all mean, right. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Uh, but some other exciting news. Yes. Heading over to Sony now. Uh, production has. <laughs> Sony has some shit going on, surprisingly. <laughs> But it's only about this because yeah, it's the because only time we ever talk nothing, about Sony. Yeah. Nothing else is happening. Uh, production <laughs> has begun on Sony Pictures Animation Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe 2. Yes. Uh, so excited. Details of the sequel have been kept largely under wraps. I mean, you know. But Shameik Moore is expecting to return, which would be amazing, uh, among other cast members. So I'm just super excited Me about too. this because I think it was a great adaptation of Miles Morales and just that whole storyline. And plus, you know, they're talking about a real-life Spider-Man into the Spider-Universe. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Dude, I'm with you. I, I absolutely love this. Not only was it a great Spider-Man story, it's got to be the best blended merge of different animation types yeah. I've ever seen in ever. film. Like, it was absolutely brilliant. I hope they stick with that in the animation type this time going forward. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's just brilliant. And, yeah. We are excited about a live-action possible. Apparently, they're all in talks for that, so yeah. we'll see. That'll be badass. And, I mean, have Shameik me be Miles. Like, yeah. Fucking, he did it perfectly. Have it, him be Miles. Exactly. And, and, I mean, look, there's also some rumors out there. Spider-Man 3, the next one with uh, with Tom Holland. They're talking Craven and Scorpion and Venom and everything. They could be setting up, you know, Peter's exit. And yeah. what better way than to have Miles come in? Exactly. You know, live-action Miles to take over Spider-Man. That would be badass. And I mean, I mean they kind of hinted at it. Freaking Donald Glover. You know Donald Glover's yep. character that was in, uh, I think, the first Spider-Man? Yeah. Um, that's freaking Miles Morales' uncle, you know, in the fucking first Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe. That was the villain. Exactly. Like, so. Exactly. It's all connected. Remember, Scorpion was hinted at by uh, in the first one, too. It's all It's all. Uh, but uh, more stuff being canceled in the midst of all this stuff that's happening yes, in the yeah. world right now. Um, Cops, everybody knows the show Cops, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Yes. Yep, it's being um, 
taken off. Yep. Uh, uh, the schedule, or it was scheduled to premiere its 33rd season. Yeah, how crazy That's is that? That's insane. Yeah. Um, has been canceled amid the widespread protest against racism and police brutality uh, sparked by George Floyd's death. But I think this is kind of a bad thing, in my opinion, because co- a lot of people depict police officers as just assholes mm-hmm. and one certain mm-hmm. type of person, but cops kind of showed the realism the humanity of the people that wear the black and blue uniforms right and i mean that kind of i feel like that takes away from like everything that's going on right now yeah i agreed and i mean if you have to show the real side of everything because there is always two sides to every story like you said and and while the cops are being portrayed one way right now and rightfully so but you shouldn't just show the bad cops you've got to also show the good cops because there are good cops also um and i mean if we take heat for saying that we're going to take heat for saying that but it's just true not all of them are out there to kill people exactly um so and yeah i mean for anybody who doesn't know paramount network had this thing most recently they picked it up after fox canceled it uh way back a few years ago yeah so um but they have no plans their official statement said it's not on right now and they have no plans of putting it back on or picking it back up so there you go i know and and following that uh, a&e has decided to cancel um the police reality series live tv and a&e said in a statement uh, this is a crucial time in our nation's history and we have made the decision to cease production on live pd uh and going forward we would determine if there is a clear pathway to tell stories of both the community and the police officers whose role is to serve them yeah and dan abrams pretty much said the same thing you just did in his statement he said it was an overreaction and that the show does show cops in a positive light and he feels this is a bad move yeah so i i don't know well like i said we're gonna keep an eye on these things because i think we're gonna see a lot more of this stuff happening exactly um so ooh, we're really excited about this next some one fun stuff yeah. some good stuff it was a no-brainer for us. We knew. I know. I mean, come on. I was honestly worried, though, because uh, yeah. they took forever to I announce know. it. Like, <laughs> it's true. But Zoe's, yes. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is coming back for Season 2, officially been renewed. And I love what they said about it. Lisa Katz and Tracy Pacosta, the uh, presidents, co-presidents of uh, Scripted Programming for NBC, they said this. They said, we were overwhelmed by the number of people who fell in love with Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, us, yep, right here. <laughs> and yeah. how much joy it actually brought to everyone, us, and we're thrilled to bring it back and can't wait to see how Zoe's journey continues. You guys know we love the show. We had the creator on Austin Winsberg, and we had Mandy Moore, the producer and uh, choreographer, and we had Andrew Leeds on, you know, and David himself, and so we love this show pumped it's coming back yes now just do council of dads guys that's the next one just announce that one get that shit over say it's coming back exactly we already know this is us is coming back so we want all the tear jerkers back yes that's all we need it's good so, shit man it's good shit it's good shit everybody needs a good cry. you want to cry go to nbc it's yeah fantastic. they got you covered man <laughs> but i mean they're also doing some amazing things on the film side of things yes uh, it appears that universal is still the king of video on demand especially with their new content that they're putting out i mean we talked about when once this whole thing started, uh, COVID-19 started, Trolls World Tour yep. just rocked and rolled, freaking The Invisible Man, along with Specialized Unit Focus, uh, The High Note, Harriet, yeah. Emma, all scored high on the video on demand ratings. And I mean, Trolls returned to number one 
on Amazon Prime, which is crazy because Amazon Prime has a lot of shit. Exactly. <laughs> and what? Uh, Invisible Man is at uh, Tops iTunes. Yeah. High Note uh, is number two at Spectrum. So all of these things are kicking ass. So, yeah, exactly. And Harriet, uh, number two on iTunes right now. So. Exactly. Just killing it. And another one that is about to be released is King of Staten Island, which is the Pete Davidson basically – portraying himself right. and telling how he like came up and all that good stuff. Uh, of course that one is also going to be at 1999 rentals starting today. today. <laughs> so be sure to check that one out. And they also just announced a Bloomhouse horror mystery, You Should Have Left. Oh shit. With yeah. Kevin Bacon and Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh June 19th. So oh, next week. Yeah. Got that one coming out. Exactly. And I mean they're killing it. That's they what are. it is. They're, they're doing it. They're doing it! Yeah. Man. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the only O that matters. Yes. Oh, that, mm. I know. The only O that matters. Yeah. Oprah herself, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, boy. You know, Oprah has always been, she started in journalism, she stays with, you know, she's got that drive and she's got that, you know, getting into the community and getting stuff addressed. And so, no different. Oprah uh, on OWN did a two-night spotlight, where do we go from here, uh, talking about the George Floyd incident and, and racism in this country and everything. And when Oprah talks... People listen, People guys. Listen. Uh, 11 million viewers overall domestically tuned in, according to Nielsen. Um, 6.7 million viewers on YouTube, Facebook, and other digital platforms, bringing it all the way up to 17.6 million people tuned in over the two nights to watch Oprah's uh, special on, on it. And It makes sense. Yeah, I mean... And, and yeah, what I really like is what you talked about with these other shows. Oprah just brings the realism, guys. She doesn't sugarcoat shit. She's like, this is what it is. This is how it is. This is where we have to go. This is what we have to do. How are we going to do this? And, and she you has know. an understanding, I feel like, more than any of us. It's like, she understands mankind, humankind over, like, everything else. It's an, it's amazing to watch. And she has empathy. She, she, can, she can literally see both sides of the story and feel for all involved. Not just picking a side and going with it, and I, yeah, yeah. That's Maybe. why she's the only O that matters. Yeah, pass off some of that knowledge to Gail King, Oprah. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Bow. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Uh, Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Uh, the Gabrielle Union AGC Studios movie, The Perfect Find, has landed at Netflix. Yes. Are you surprised? I am not. No, I'm not. Uh, but uh, Numa Pierre as attached to direct it. Union stars and will also produce via her production company. Yeah. I'll have another. Uh, AGC is financing and producing. So, I mean, it's by no surprise Netflix is catching all of these probably studio productions and just bringing it under its wings and like, here, we'll give you a platform. Yeah, and Netflix has always been high on diversity, always trying to, you know, have very inclusive roundup of 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 talent you yeah. know and we, we, recently gabrielle union going through all the stuff with nbc universal and america's got talent and all that kind of stuff makes sense that netflix would just pick that right up by the way can i say really cool name i'll have another yeah that's a cool name for a production company right just, way to go gabrielle yeah i mean like, she's also a big wine fan so maybe i'll have another yeah <laughs> come on we'll have one together it'll be beautiful i would love that i would um, love that we should say that her and jessica elba's uh bad boy spinoff delayed because of the whole covid thing it was supposed to be hitting spectrum uh and remember it got picked up by uh fox i think it was right um it's delayed guys so 
unfortunately, we won't see that soon. But yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned for more d- d- details. But Amazon doing some things as well. Dave Bautista's new yeah. film, My Spy. This one looks pretty freaking funny, especially it does. like a good family fun film. Uh, it's gonna hit Amazon Prime June 26th. We talked about yeah. this a couple weeks ago. Uh, STX sold the film to Amazon after theaters were closed because of all this shit. Yep. Um, and the film's previously theatrical release was supposed to be in April, like the 17th. Uh, yeah. But now it looks like the film may also be provided to drive-ins. Which seems to be the trend right now. I yeah. mean, that seems to be like if the theaters are closed, let's throw them out there to the drive-ins. And I think that's a great idea. Also, with all these releases, because, you know, we, we talked about all these things like, oh, okay, they're going here, they're going there, they're going there. But now, over the last couple of weeks, it seems like every week we're talking about they've locked in dates for all these premieres. And it seems like they're all shoring things up. Right. You know, it's like, oh, they make all these announcements. We're picking all this shit up, but when can anybody see them? It seems like over the last couple of months, they've just really hammered down, like, yeah. here are all the dates, and they're yeah. all because so. I can only imagine being one of those freaking big wig studio execs. Everything's just up in the air, but now it looks like they're they're bringing things back down. To exactly. Life. <laughs> like, exactly. It's it's insane. It's insane. It is. But Same th- thing with Apple. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks. You know that war drama that was supposed to be a theatrical release, yep. Greyhound. Uh, it's going to make its global debut uh, on Apple July 10th. The announcement came a month after Apple TV bought the worldwide rights to the Sony Pictures Greyhound. Sony gets wow. shit together. Um, <laughs> following a bidding war for this movie, which was previously set for Father's Day. That would have been a good That one. would have been a good um, one. Sony had originally scheduled Greyhound to be a theatrical release on June 12th, but obviously because of the pandemic, everything yep. was like fucking thrown up in the air, but Apple was like, I'll grab you. It would have been good Father's Day, because I mean, Tom Hanks is America's father. He is. I feel like, yeah, I mean, just America's father, but yeah, you know, um, like you said, they're just kind of grabbing them, they're, they're kind of doing these things. I can't believe it's already been a month since we first mentioned that, that Apple got it. I know, right? Like, it, when I read that, I'm like, wow, that was a month ago we yeah, talked about that on the show? Yeah, it did not seem like it. Damn. I know. It's absolutely bonkers. Ha, ha, ha. No pun intended. All pun intended. All pun intended. Um, now it's time to talk about the Oscars. The mm. Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has announced that Academy Aperture 2025, the latest efforts to increase diversity yeah. in the film community, which is very important right now, uh, including the plans more inclusive for the Oscar race to further more uh, diverse representation at the Oscars. The Academy of, of the Producers Guild of America and are creating a task force of industry leaders to develop and implement a new representation and inclusion standards for the Oscars and uh, eligibility by July 31st of 2020. Yeah, this is a good move, and they announced their newest members too, which was loaded with a lot of color. That's good, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, and they keep doing a pretty good job. I like this move. I, I like that they're going to have a panel and, and a you know kind of an, a board whose sole purpose is to in, make sure this keeps happening. That that's a good thing. Exactly. Um. This is an interesting one. You know how every year Best Pictures, you never know how many nominees are going to be? You know, sometimes it's eight, sometimes it's four. You know, they, it just, well, now it's ten. Huh. They have locked in, starting with the 94th Academy Awards for 2021, there will be ten Best Picture nominees ra- rather than changing the number every year. That's a so lot. Ten. 
I mean, this gives, but I'm happy about this because I feel like this opens the door for a lot of films that you maybe wouldn't see get a shot at it. Yeah. And so now they're going to get a shot at it. Ten. Yeah. I mean, you have to include tent poles. Yeah. I mean, how exactly. are you going to fill ten spots if you don't include tent poles? Exactly. Black Panther changed the game on that shit. It did. I, I really think so, and I, I think this is a good move. Hell, Kevin Feige. Yeah. Hell, Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> We're yes. not worthy. No, oh, and okay. never will be. We're not worthy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, heading over to SAG. Oh, billion star. Uh, Asia Kate Dillon yes. wrote an impassioned essay this week uh, that called for the SAG Awards to abolish its gender-specific categories. Uh, Dillon, who came out as non-binary in 2016, has actively supported an end-of-award show's uh, segregated acting categories, argued that the SAG Awards' current categories are uh, exclusionary are exclusionary to non-binary individuals and said acting performances should not be judged based on the individual's gender. Uh, a SAG Award spokesperson declined to comment on Dylan's essay. Yeah, she, uh, they, uh, uh, pardon me, Asia, uh, they were asked to participate, come on and judge on the panel to, to, you know, pick the winners of the awards and everything. And they said they would be happy to if they eliminated, you know, this thing, uh, I, I kind of agree with this. Yeah. I mean, you know, why should acting always be based on best female or best male or best whatever? They've already done a great job of including ensemble, right? you know, which I thought was a brilliant move. And, uh, I mean, Morgan Freeman kind of hinted at this a couple of years ago. Remember when he held up the statue and said, that it'll be great when the, you know, we all are like this with yeah. no autonomically correct parts or whatever. Um, this is a good move. I mean, just, Best actor. Yeah. Just tell me who the best actor was on that show or in that film or, you know, I, to recognize it by by female or male, you're just, you really are discriminating, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's ridiculous. So. Yeah. Also, but a little counterpoint to that, I also feel like that some people wouldn't get the award they would necessarily deserve. I mean, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate because, I mean, I feel like because – now that it's broadened, at least for the Oscars, to 10 nominees, if 20 nominees were freaking included in one category because of both genders, I feel like some people mm. would not get what they deserve. So I don't know. I don't know the answers. I don't have the answers. Uh, I'm just playing a little devil's advocate, like I said. No, but you're right. But, I mean, if you're going to make it one category, you would be eliminating somebody's chance at getting yeah. an award. That's like, true. Like maybe if... This is just a suggestion. Like I said, I don't have the answers. But <laughs> maybe if someone is non-binary, maybe they get uh, nominated in both male and female. Or, yeah, it, like like eligibility rules. Yeah. Like they'd be eligible to compete in both. Right. Maybe. I mean, you know, yeah. that, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's... I mean, I just – because my whole thing is I just – Yes, we are making way to make everything right and make sure everyone is included, but at the same time, I don't want someone who is well-deserved for that nomination or for that award not to get it because there's so many other people nominated for the same category. Right, right. So, so I mean, we'll see a what good happens. Yeah. It's a good argument, yeah. man. It's, it's a good argument. Now, as the resident geek... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one because I'm super excited. Me too. We talked about this on the show a few weeks ago when San Diego Comic Con said that they were gonna replace the. Remember they canceled it in person, but they said they were gonna do the whole thing virtually online. And we're like, oh my god, that would be so epic if it was free because we could finally see the halls that you can never get into and blah blah blah. Well, guess what, guys? 
they announced it. Comic-Con at home is free! Yay! It's so exciting. I mean, fucking panels you only see like a week after. Exactly. Like for Marvel, like when they released all of Phase 4 and shit. Yes. I'm so excited. So excited. And and they they all but say it. It said the, the plans include online exhibit halls, complete with everyone's favorite exhibitors offering their promotions like they always do. Um, the in-person event, Comic-Con at Home promises exclusive panels, presentations, comics, gaming, television, film, all the people. All the people are going to be there. Except DC said they're going to do a little – their superhero films, they're just going to do their own presentation away from Comic-Con this year. What? Because it's fucked up. You're trying to fix it. We get it. Yeah, it's, so it's understandable. Fine. It's understandable. You don't even hand over with questions. <laughs> it's fine. exactly right. But I'm pumped. It, well, I couldn't think of a better way to end industry news than to give all the geeks and fans you know, out there like, like we are the good news. Yeah. It's free. You are going to Comic-Con this year. Hell yeah. I, yeah. So excited, awesome. man. So freaking excited. And you know what else I'm excited for? What? These freaking people to hear this amazing yes. interview today. Ah. So good. So good. Ryan Krause yes. and Ella Thomas coming on the show to talk about quarantine, life pre-post-quarantine. I mean, still going <laughs> through it, obviously. But also, while doing this IGTV series, while having a kid. Yes. That's a yeah. whole new challenge. Guys, they're a real-life married couple with a child that they're trying to do all this around. You know, and uh, whoo, what? I, I mean, like we said at the top of the show, probably one of, if not the funniest interview we have ever had. By far. If you're not mm-hmm. laughing at the end of this, uh, I, something is seriously wrong. Because, yeah. I mean, the whole thing. It's just nonstop laugh. I was literally busting a gut. I was crying so hard. I was laughing. This is a good one, man. It really is. It really is. Well, here they are. Ella Thomas and Ryan Krause, welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm. How are y'all? Yeah, great. Hey. Thank you very much. Oh, man. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course, of course. We are super excited to keep the quarantine love fest going. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> we have gotten mm-hmm. just a huge response from our listeners. They are huge fans of the shows, and they are pumped that you guys keep coming on and talking to us. So we're, Amazing. we're super well, excited. Thanks for supporting. Oh, man. I tell you what, it is like one of the most interesting things I've ever watched. I, I swear. Uh, it, it's just entertaining from start to finish. Yeah, agreed. That's great. I mean, yeah, we... I mean, we're having a blast doing it. So I think that's really coming across because we actually are enjoying ourselves, strange as it may seem, as we're all filming from our own homes. Right, right. So, well, it does come across really well. It it really does. So, listen, it's your first time in the farm. So, what we like to do, first of all, is kind of have you guys introduce yourself a little bit to the listeners and kind of tell them a little bit about the background. How did you get into the industry? Was it something you always wanted to do? Or did you kind of fall into it? Or what's the background a little bit with you guys? Uh, Babe, you want to go first? No, ladies first. I'm a gentleman. In real life, I'm a gentleman. Chase might have jumped in there and just That's right. taken the whole show. Oh, I'm chivalry, it, it never yes. does. Oh, <laughs> How do you spell that? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know where he finds the motivation and the colors for Chase. Oh, I mean, my goodness. just pull, pulls it from the depth. There you go. Okay, Ella, well, you're on the spot now. How'd you get started? What? Um, well, I, I was in New York. I had been modeling, and I had the opportunity to audition for a project out here on the West Coast. I'd always loved the theater. I'd always loved film and television. Um, I grew up in Germany and had been in every school production that was available. Mm-hmm. But I didn't necessarily know the avenue to take once we moved to the United States to kind of pursue that dream. 
And modeling naturally gave me, kind of put me in contact with the film industry through commercials, through meeting different casting directors. And um, after, unfortunately, I lost my mom um, a while back, and that was the impetus that actually prompted me to take the chance and move to the West Coast and really attempt to do this for a living. Mm. So sorry to hear about your mom. Yeah, she was, my mom was uh, the best, best friend, like just the best inspiration that I could have ever had. And she was fearless. And that for me was also a big driving force. It's like that. So if I try and it doesn't work out, what's the worst thing that happens? Exactly. Right. Mm. And you know, it wasn't too shabby. No, (laughs) I'd say I'd see it worked out pretty well so far. Yeah. Great. (laughs) All right, Ryan, come, come back in or, you know, you you didn't go out tanning or anything, right? No, that's Chase. That's Chase. All right. From one to three, I can. (laughs) Is it though? Is it? Is it though? (laughs) You never know. It's, it's the fine, it's a fine line. There you go. Yeah. Mine, I was doing some plays in high school. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with life, so I bent to my parents' rule and decided to go to college, which for me, I don't know, I was just sleeping through class. And <laughs> I finally, I grew up in Florida, and I finally got the urge to go to an acting class. And I went to an acting class in Orlando, and um, I made my way down to Miami with a girlfriend at the time, and I met a photographer by the name of Bruce Weber, who introduced me to the fashion industry, shooting some major campaigns, um, Banana Republic and all kinds of stuff in the beginning of my career. And I kind of moved to Miami and launched an international modeling career. And I was always doing commercials, always wanted to get back to acting. And when I finally made my way to New York, I continued to study, 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 could not break through in anything except for a ton of commercials. And then I moved to L.A. and here I am. And here you are. Exactly. Did you guys, both coming from the modeling backgrounds, is that how you guys met or how did you guys meet? Believe it or not, he used to live across the street from me in New York and would ignore me. (laughs) (laughs) Like seriously, my best friend and I would see him in the grocery store, you know, buying fruits and whatever frozen vegetables that his diet required. And we would literally just stalk him down the aisle. Pay attention to us. I mean, at one point we were like, then we finally realized he had headphones on, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. And who was following who? It was a mutual stalking. That's yeah, a, okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. But oh, believe it or gosh. not, we actually didn't move out here together. Wow. Okay. Totally separate tracks. Yeah. We've literally internationally stalked each other. Like, wow. This is going to happen. <laughs> that yes. is so fantastic. You guys are great together. And so let's jump into it. Obviously, quarantine. Cool. Uh, the chemistry really plays well. Uh, you know, we, we were talking about it with Joanna and Brenton, with, with Spencer and Alicia, just how amazing the chemistry is between all of you guys, considering that most of the people there hadn't met each other before, had never worked with each other before. Before. It's just incredible how it comes across, mm. guys. Well, for me, I think there's the some of us actually do. I ended up. I mean, the, I think that the theme of this is going to be stalking because <laughs> I spent about the better part of half a year trying to get rid of Kendall on all my children. Oh. So, Lisa and I had worked together before on all my children. Jerry, Ryan, and I had been in class together. I met Spencer beforehand through a girlfriend of mine that he used to date. 
So we're all kind of weirdly still interconnected, even though, except with, for Alicia, none of us had actually worked together. Oh, yeah, and I'm married to Ryan. That oh, guy. yeah, yeah, that, that guy. guy. That, that guy. guy. <laughs> Another guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, what's that like? Let, let's, let's talk about that a little bit, too. Do you guys find it easier or more difficult that you're an actual couple playing a couple on quarantine uh with because you know we, we've heard over about the improv you know the directed or guided mm-hmm. improv do you guys find that easier because you are an actual couple in real life or do you find it more difficult well i think the process that we've taken has been interesting since it is on zoom and we're not in like scenes together in a mm-hmm. natural way where a camera's picking us up we're kind of in our separate areas of the house so we kind of get the ability to like drift away in the character and kind of like communicate through this vehicle of quarantine. That's been pretty amazing for us. It's been a cool way to kind of connect during this time and uh, explore some stuff. It's been great. So it's been really good working with Ella on this. Very interesting. Very interesting. Do you guys like to push each other's buttons? Yeah, I mean, do you know? Like, <laughs> oh my God. That's yes. the story yes, of our lives. So. <laughs> that is definitely, and we're teaching our son to be the same way. You got to have sharp knives in this house. You got to come. So, so the character. Like, seriously, let... wake up fully loaded. Like, just yeah. know that. Like, it's a, um, the fun, but that's been the fun thing about the scenes that we have with Magda when we go to therapy. You kind of got to be careful, especially with improv, that you are, it's still comedy and it's still, but it's still draw a little, okay, a lot of it mm-hmm. from yeah. stuff that we actually might argue about, but it's just all hybrid. 100%. So you still want to be sensitive and still kind of be, but be honest and right. keep it flowing forward and then also be open to it going in any ridiculous direction that mm. it can. But yeah, there are times like I think I slammed like the, the computer down again and I walked by and I'm like, that was a little mean. <laughs> <laughs> a few times afterwards when the, the camera crew and Jerry and everybody and Jeremy come back aboard the Zoom call, they're like, Are you guys okay? Do you guys need to take a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're good. We're gonna be good. Yep. Yep. I'm like, I know how to handle a popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get to the popsicle. Oh, we're going to get to the popsicle. But what, what I like, though, is that it is so unpredictable because, I mean, the first time that we see Ella's character, Will, you know, you're, you're with Spencer's character, Marty, and, and you guys have clearly had something go on, um, and you're mm-hmm. confiding in him. Well, you're having Chase, a rough time. Oh, oh. you know it's like a girl has to keep her options open and (laughs) i know you're on that set easy you're just in the other room i can hear you (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it is all acting babe oh oh oh, you are a method actor it's true (laughs) okay so see see, did you guys catch that that was that was one of those. That was method actor. What are you doing? <laughs> Love that. This is I'm this like, is going to be great. I know where you live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so okay. Yeah, exactly. So from your point of view, though, where does she stand with Marty? Because we got Marty's point of view. We got Spencer to tell us he thought it's just eh, it was a fling. Now she's she's married. She has the kid. It was a one time thing. He was just joking around trying to get her to come over to the hot tub. Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> we want to know because Wait, you Chase, seem to be Chase pretty like uh, oh no no well, i have an idea where chase is at we want to know where yeah. will is at how do you feel about marty 
I heard hot okay, tub. I was Willow, Willow loves, <laughs> loves Marty, but it was never going to be serious. There you go. It okay. was, it was, it was literally, he's, he, you get, you get wrapped up. You're in that world. You're, you're with each other every day. He, she was, she's always able to confide in him. He right. always has her back. And I think in a moment of weakness, she, you know, went to him. And they promised that they would never speak of it again. He's having some issues with that one. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It's all those quarantinis. <laughs> exactly. But she she loves him. Yeah. But that it was a it was a one off. Yeah. It, to me, it seemed like it was one of those situations where it was like really good friends, and then they had this one night, and now they just kind of want to just go back to being really good friends, and like you said, not speak about anything. But maybe on Marty's side, he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Marty, constantly <laughs> looking for love. Yeah. Uh, okay. Always. Okay. So Ryan, now now how does how is Chase with all that? Like 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 you said, you heard hot tub. Were you aware of it? Do you know of it? Like how did because or maybe are we? Chase, are we throwing out spoilers? Yeah, yeah. Chase, yeah, having a clue. He's oblivious. He thinks <laughs> everybody is just picking up crumbs around him and just get my tanning oil. And I'll be <laughs> so She's not going anywhere. That was pretty much so. He has no clue that. But I'm going to talk to my dad because this is getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is blending some weird. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. yeah the, the direction that both y'all's characters have kind of taken has been really interesting to watch. Yeah. It, it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the therapy scenes, are you with Nikki with, with the manager scene, is just that they were phenomenal, guys. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We've been having a blast. It's been, like I said earlier, it's been great working with Ella because – We've worked together, but it's more been drama type things. Or, yeah. And this has been amazing to have the freedom and doing the improv style that we do to work with her has been great. Yeah. It's been cool. I bet. Now, it's also, everybody else gets to see what a nut I actually live with. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, everyone's like, he's there, he's just this picture, and like, you could pretty much picture him at any given point with like wind blowing through his hair (laughs) Fabio when they have like these moments where you know his like his humor gets a pop I'm like there that's him or when he does something smart I'm like see see people this is what's happening right there that's who I live with and when my brother would pick on me for being a model that's what he thought it was like right Right. he was like yeah, like a fan following you around with oil (laughs) (laughs) but no it's unlike that Oh my gosh, that's yeah. hilarious! So in the but even ther- your mom gave you crap the other day. I know. <laughs> well, moms are allowed Everybody to do that, though, right? Moms yeah. are allowed. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. oh, she's another yeah. one. She's funny. Yeah. Like she can literally. She's she like does drive by. Like you don't even know that you've been snipered by her. Like, you, like, you, you look at her like, ah, oh, did she just? He's like, yeah. So in the therapy scenes, guys, like, like how much do you guys just like go? I know that that Jerry kind of gives you all beats and that you kind of like, OK, here's what we're looking for. But those therapy scenes have been absolutely hysterical. How much of that was y'all like did you bring into that? Because they, they were and I don't know which one I liked more, the one where you guys were in conflict and, and arguing or the, the I where she yeah. got you to admit what you're feeling. Touch yourselves. <laughs> like I was like, where is this going? Like, oh my god! Yeah, I, I love her. God, yeah. she's good. Like she yeah. really is. She she just gives you like the right amount 
like just the right push. She gently kind of guides it all the time, and that just sends us rolling. Right. So it really is collaborative, but it you just don't say no to anything. Whatever she tells you to do, you just roll with it, yeah. and it's. <laughs> and there are times like where we kind of like freeze. We're like, are we? Okay, we're going. We're just, we're just, we're just, like, here, oh, we go. here we are. Yes, yes, and, yes and. okay. Um, this is. I didn't see my character. We had no discussion about popsicle. <laughs> that was not. That was definitely not laid out prior. No, no. <laughs> All the glutes and the stuff were like, okay, here's where my character goes. Like, Absolutely. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, she was just. She. Oh my gosh. Like, I guess the theme for for everybody that we've talked to so far is like the the difficulty of keeping it clean but then not clean and i'm like when when she went there with y'all with the look at this picture and tell me what you're feeling or with touch yourself and then you know with the whole cigarettes you need to be sucking on something else in your mouth i was just like oh my gosh where is this going <laughs> it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean and your guys faces were just classic i i mean absolutely hysterical because there are times when my brain clicks over and i'm like okay it's for chase but when I think of it actually happening to Ryan, that's what—that's the look on my face sometimes. Because I can see that his reaction is genuine terror. <laughs> well, okay. Then I got to ask. I got to ask Ryan because you, the look on your face when she says, oh, no, anal is happening. Yeah, the look on your face is like, what? I mean, I mean these are new frontiers during a pandemic. I know. <laughs> My wife, my wife's a method actor. She's not going to let me get to the next episode. <laughs> hey, we're like without you know, a safe word here. I don't know. Twelve years in, we got to keep it spicy. I mean, that's geez. right. Pandemic rules on the house. It's oh like my! Yeah, of course. It's shocking, and now, yeah, it's like the invasion's begun. I was like, what? Okay, yes, and okay, I, I can't say no. <laughs> I know Jerry's going to make me say yes eventually. So I, I need to just get Go it over it. with. Just be a man. Man up, Jake. <laughs> just take it like a man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my yes. goodness. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. I and mean, I, really, I mean, what, is, what more is there to say once you, once you go, anal is happening? Yeah, yeah right. you know. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, the next step is popsicles. I mean, you know, you you grab oh a popsicle and he, he even was sore. even at dinner after the suggestion of anal, Ella was looking over a chicken at me like, "Hey, what? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are committed." <laughs> I was about to go to bed. She's swirling around the barbecue sauce like, hey. <laughs> "Some hickory smoke. That's gonna be great." Inside. Oh, <laughs> oh, going to bed early tonight, buddy. Oh, <laughs> <my>. <laughs> well, we love how committed you are to the roles, right. and you know, it's taking well, method you. to a whole new level. <laughs> whole new level. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, yeah. no, go ahead. Oh, oh no, sorry. Um, I uh, the, the, our our, our co-star. 
the two-year-old was uh-huh. screaming for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she said, listen, so I'm like... I briefly dropped out. I was scared. You said, listen, we were silent. We were like, yeah, whoa, oh, wait, she wants to... Anyone knows. But I know around the house, if she says, listen, I'm listening. Oh, I'm yeah, listening. without <laughs> doubt. Yeah, 12 years. <laughs> you guys, I mean, Literally, that never happens. In character, out of character, I know. That never happens. Listen means that both boys... Act like I don't exist. Uh, well, we're attempting to listen. There you go. That, it's, with the, yeah, they're always attempting. But somehow, I don't know if it's in the gene pool, that even the two-year-old, he manages to be I'm, – I'm, I'm right here looking at you talking to you, and he's like, I could, I could be a blank slate on a wall somewhere. <laughs> well, at least for three seconds during this interview, there was complete silence. Right? So you got like it you there. Had it. You, you had were like, it. <laughs> listen, and we were like, crickets. You earned your beat. No, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, how did y'all get involved with with the show? Because, like, like I said, first of all, we, we've said this to everybody we've talked to, but just huge congrats and kudos to y'all for not being deterred for making content and getting stuff out there for people. Because yeah. you guys do a really good job. It is really fun and it is really entertaining. Mm. But you guys are doing a really good job. I think the entire cast and the show in general is doing a really good job of highlighting real issues that are going on with people mm. during quarantine and addressing it in a way that makes it fun to understand and and relate to you know definitely definitely and um i've known jerry for years through new york he and i also did a bmw commercial together we've always ran into each other in class and stuff always been friends he had called me and he's like how's quarantine treating you this is when it first started like you know what's your plan what there i said i don't know you know everybody's like I have no clue what the future holds. is. Well, I might have something for you. And he pitched me just like a rough sketch of what this is. And he asked if he knows Ella as well. And he was asked if we would do this. And we had no clue what it was, how long it was going to run, what the episode. We had nothing. And I asked Ella and she's like, yes, definitely. And we're like, yeah, we're in like 10 minutes later. We text him back. And then now it's snowballed into this thing that we're doing now that's really been great during this quarantine to be able to have an outlet, like you said, keep creative. It's been a great thing to have during this trying time. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and, I uh, I like watching it more than some Quibi series, to be honest with you. And this thing's free, so everybody should watch it. We love free. Yeah, we but, love the, free. but the other thing that was great about it is that it was – it, it was also done with a reason, with a purpose, to give back mm-hmm. to the sag after mm-hmm. right. the COVID exactly. Yep. And so I think that initially made us all go, oh, yeah, all right, we sure, get to sure. be creative. And we also, you know, get to to contribute, which, yeah. you know, rather than just sitting home going like, oh, I'm going to twiddle my thumbs and cut my hair. Right, right. Both <laughs> things I did. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was it was a way to give back, especially as you said, people are people are going through it. I think people need mm-hmm. a laugh. I think people need an outlet. I think people need to know that they're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. So whether you're doing it through therapy or whether you're doing it through comedy, this was our way of reaching across and saying, "Hey, we're all in this together." In the absurdity mm-hmm. of it, right? And yeah. and doing it in real time so that certain things that are going on outside in the world, like we we actually pay attention. Oh, on this day, this happened. On this mm-hmm. day, the quarantine got extended. Right. We were all texting. We all lost our minds that day. Yeah. Like we were all just like, what? And people being let go. And, you know, this the scene with with Len, which was hilarious when Willie came in and we're all like thinking that we're going on to another show. Right, right. That, you know, it's specific to 
to this industry, but people are going through that right now. Where you're just kind of like, what's happening? And when you extend it further than that, it's that unknown of, whoa, okay, this, this is what's happening out there. Exactly. And that's why we think it's connecting so well with such a broad audience and why you guys are seeing so much success because the characters are completely relatable. There are people sitting at home dealing with the same situations that your guys' characters are dealing with and they're seeing, oh, mm-hmm. I, 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 other people are going through this. Other I'm people, not alone. You, I'm not yeah. alone. Exactly. And while you're doing it with an entertaining way, you're also talking about real stuff. Couples that wanted to quarantine together but couldn't quarantine together or, mm-hmm. or people that are going through problems and then now they're stuck in a house together and they're going to have to work their shit out or even like, you know, making the masks or uh, Logan brought up uh, last week with uh, JT's character with the alcohol. He, you know, he fell off the Mm -hmm. wagon with the alcohol and stuff. You guys are doing a really solid job of presenting real problems that people are dealing with. And anytime I think it's like that, you can relate. That's what makes it a success. Yeah. And like she said, Jerry, yes, there you go. Anytime we onboard and start discussing what the day is and what it is, we always have a serious moment of, like she said, what happened on this day? What do we have to touch on? What are the main points that can help somebody view this in a way that helps them? So that's always been done, which is great, too. And Jerry and I also had a love for in the series. We, we loved Arrested Development. We loved, um, you know, Party Down, these, these shows that kind of took the absurdity of life and expanded on it, but still felt very real, very topical. And I think that was also one of his kind of driving forces and inspiration in moving this project along. Absolutely. (laughs) Some of the predicaments that you guys get into, though, are just hilarious. I mean, you know, everything. When we're sitting there and we're watching and then, you know, these four guys are having a conversation and, you know, one's on the toilet. And, you know, and you're kind of like, (laughs) you know, it's like, what is going on here? Or you're, you know, you're watching these these relationships unfold. And, you know, Mm. what what did you, we talked about last week with the, oh, the sex scene where they're all watching a movie and a sex scene starts and the two people start getting into it the other are like uh maybe we can try here move closer to your tv like what is going on (laughs) here you know you guys are like it's brilliant how you guys are weaving it all together i agree yeah and it feels slightly invasive when it's on you feel like you're really in someone's home too it's no staging it doesn't feel staged as much as some productions would be so that i like that angle too absolutely you're like you are like in these people's real homes seeing their real stuff and getting a glimpse of who they are and their characters and stuff. So that's cool too. Definitely. Well, and we all actually watch each other. Like we watch the episodes, like we're genuinely yeah. invested in the storylines. And you know, when, when you, I mean, my, one of my favorites obviously is, is Marty's acting class. Yeah. <laughs> it, I yeah. fell <laughs> out like, like Blurs. bubbles out of my nose. And <laughs> what Spencer creates, it's just, mm. He's just such a genius. And I was listening to when you guys were talking, and it really is the, hey, there's my friend Spencer. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> <laughs> you watch anything. Well, and it's impossible not to say that because he's in everything. Exactly. So I mean, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Oh, but yeah, the acting class is just brilliant. And now, you know, for mm. at spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen this far yet, but like, you know, because he's this ladies' man, but now he's caught off guard where this lady's like calling him daddy, and he's yeah. like, doesn't have yeah. a clue whoa, what to whoa, do. Whoa, whoa. Oh, cool. oh my gosh, so funny, y'all! It's so funny. Uh, I want to talk and his about reactions. On his own. God, oh my god, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as he would say, delicious. He's delicious. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, but I want to talk about what Ryan brought up a, a couple minutes ago because I think that's an interesting part about it actually being in the real houses and in the real environment that y'all are it, live in, and it's kind of being mm-hmm. out there for the people. Talk about that a little bit, like um, because you're your own crew. You, you, you're having to. Do yeah. you guys find that you're staging the location, or like, oh crap, there's this over in the corner. I got to move this. Or how difficult has it been to actually like put your lives out there? Because that's basically what you're doing. Well, we try to make sure that there's no diapers. <laughs> background right that's a good start you know like the pj mask the the matchbox car just try and clear out a little bit of space in the background so it doesn't look insane right but but we but our house is pretty you know like neutral so we kind of just find a corner where especially for me i need to find light so i don't just look like a little raisin in the sun (laughs) with this background (laughs) you guys it's an issue seriously (laughs) otherwise i'm gonna be nothing but teeth and eyeballs so I, I, I'm constantly walking around the house, especially because of the daylight, trying to find like a light. That is my entire setup. Where is the light? That and is our so- constant circle in real life is I will shut off the lights. I like it dark and she'll turn on the lights. It's like just Tom and Jerry all day. It's like, and then an air conditioning flight in there, too. So. Oh, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. One likes it warm, one likes it cold, huh? Definitely. I'm African. <laughs> Seriously. 90 degrees is just like winter for me. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, man. Ryan, I feel for you, my man. I feel yeah. for you. I've got to keep it in the 50s or I'm just dying. So, yeah, I That's feel for it. you. <laughs> From upstate New York. Right. I'm, I'm from upstate New York, the, the snow belt. Okay. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh. Man. We're with you. We understand. <laughs> Both your as, polar bear. As well, when we're all on, depending on who's on the, the Zoom call, Jerry also directs, like, you know, that's not working. You guys look similar in this too. Can you move somewhere else? So right. once we, we pick our little spot we think we can be in, especially us in our house. If we're in a scene, we have to be in opposite places so we don't hear an echo. Right. And we have to try to avoid our son. So, but yeah. then when we, <laughs> we're literally, we literally, they literally have to schedule us between one and three o'clock, but they, they can only onboard one of us at a time because it's like, we need that one, one to one fifteen yeah. to actually get him yeah. in the room and get him down. And then it's like a stopwatch. Go. <laughs> yeah. Which, which all parents during this pandemic must be experiencing that you just don't have any time anymore. We run a bed and breakfast for our child. Right. We yeah. wake up, <laughs> we cook meals. We're always, we're just like, it's all about what does this kid need? And we're like, and then, so we squeeze it in between one and three. Right. The, <laughs> the pandemic has reminded a lot of parents how much they're not in control. Right. right. <laughs> Gosh, not in control and have to do everything. It's just manual labor all day long. <laughs> Like I'm cleaning, I'm cooking, I'm scrubbing. I'm my dishpan hands great. Chase doesn't like this. No. <laughs> Chase is missing out on some tan time. Yeah, I know. He's a... <laughs> so funny and yet you guys are miraculously pulling it off though and doing a fantastic job yeah. and you know you're finding time to do that you find time to do the interviews and and you mm. guys are just it's amazing how you're able to just pull everything together and uh we talk mm. about it all the time the amount of content that you guys are able to pull together in these episodes is phenomenal yeah yeah I mean, they, that's what he spends. They, I mean, the guys and Sherry, that's what they spend their entire time doing. They're, they're outlining our stories because for us, for them, they have to plan out like where each character is going and, you know, make sure that each storyline is being fulfilled with, with each episode that comes along, making sure that certain things have been addressed. Right. Um, you know, just even with Jules and the, who's the daddy and mm-hmm. Alicia and, you know, and Marty and 
and McKenna and Neva and like everybody has has this journey that they're on. Right. And and, yeah. and it's and it, that was the beautiful thing that Jerry shared, and, and Jeremy and Spencer, they kind of gave us a guide of who each character was and where they were hoping those characters would get to. But within that, the quarantine itself was a character. Like uh-huh. the, the show like morphed and took on a life of its own of what it wanted to be, as opposed to even what we necessarily thought we were bringing in the pilot. Right. It became so much more than that. Well, and that goes to Logan's point that that he he talked about a couple of weeks ago with with yeah. where the line of reality and 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 fantasy are kind of blurred. You know, you almost mm-hmm. kind of lose yourself into because you find that the show is going into so much stuff that's actually really happening, and now these characters you almost lose sight of. Is is this the character or is this the person going through this? Mm. Yes, it's definitely blends together, and they're running. It's been great too for us as actors. When we started it, everybody was trying to figure out this medium of how they're filming and stuff. And now when we do episodes, it's so much faster now and so much more precise that it's been a great experience to see even that develop from Hero LA side to filming this thing and how it, how they're creating this project. It's been great, too. It's really they run a very tight ship and it's been a lot of fun. I would imagine that you're going to take a lot away from this, right? When you when you go back into, if you will, regular acting gigs. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I would imagine this experience is going to lend so much to what you do in your next performance or your next job, right? Yeah, if I could keep this freedom and taking this forward, it would be amazing for myself and my journey. It would be great. It's been freeing. It's been so free. That's awesome. And I think that it's going to be a while before, you know, the traditional form of auditioning starts taking place again. I think people are going to use Zoom and, you know, continue with the self-taping method of auditioning actors. So it's been a good learning lesson for us in how do you keep that screen alive when, mm. you know, you're, you're confined to, to your home and all you have is your computer. And you don't have the bells and whistles necessarily that you have in with a studio setup or even going in how much you have to bring to a room when you go in for an audition, trying right. to now recreate that through Zoom. So we've, we've, it's been a great learning curve. That's, you know, that's a really interesting point, too. Do you see maybe a lot of uh, casting directors and, and, and producers moving towards self-tape, if you will, but a live self-tape, like seeing auditions through Zoom? I think so, because so many were already doing Skype meetings. Right. For example, when you had the director on the East Coast or if they were in Europe, they would set up Skype sessions. There you go. All right. So, so I think that it, it will continue and they'll expand on it because as of right now, you guys know it too, we don't know what's happening. Right, we still yeah. don't know what exactly the plan is for the industry, for the city, for, for the state even. That's, yeah, well, so we're yeah, just I mean, going to keep hanging on by a thread. Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, because what the last we heard was August at the earliest that, that things get. I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, but we're, I mean, we're hoping for more seasons for you guys. Super excited about yeah. that. Heard some more uh, happening. I would love to see this thing become like real life, real adaptation on TV or anything like that, especially for a streaming service. I think it would be perfect for a streaming service. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, I mean, I yeah. think that Jerry and the producers and, and even with, you know, and Sherry, our other writer, are trying to push in that direction. But they also want to bring in more of the Chino Hills life. Yeah. Because the absurdity of who we are in that environment. Right. Because because everybody has heard about soap sets. And I know Lisha, you know, talked about what, you know, the drama that often you experience on set right far supersedes what's being written absolutely yeah i i always envision it when when, if it does make its way to a streamer i've always envisioned it kind of like a sports night or a west wing or something like that like where we get to see chino hills but then we also see the characters after the day is over and they're at home and they're kind of doing you know you get both worlds you get to see on set of chino hills but you also the behind the scenes and where these characters yeah and And i mean even even to keep the zoom kind of theme alive like maybe the characters could talk afterwards after off the set and to like talk to each other when they're at home just Absolutely. to keep that like the yeah. the original thought alive so i think it's that would be epic yeah. form- i agree all right well let's make it happen <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like we're gonna we're, we're gonna write Jeez. out we're gonna say like listen the boys co-sign uh, yeah right. exactly <laughs> the amp farm is fully on board with Hell us yeah. here oh yeah, yeah. You where's know lenny that. with the studio where's <laughs> lenny? <Yeah. laughs> anything we could do of exactly. course exactly <laughs> You guys are fantastic. Oh, wow. Well, we're having a blast. And, like, it's really – we're the thing about it is it's not just that we love the show, but we're actually fans of each other's work. Yeah. Right. Like, I love – I love our cast. I love our crew. Mm-hmm. Like, they're – I mean, each and every single one of us is out of our minds. Which <laughs> <know>. <laughs> You've dealt with enough of us at this point to understand, like – Oh, were they acting or were they acting? Right. right. Yeah. But we love crazy if you haven't figured it out. Right. So you guys are brilliant. Yeah. It's probably why we like the show so much. Mm. Uh, well, 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 stay tuned because it's, it's just getting out of here. They're trying to hold it together. But here's the problem sometimes because I see something happening that I know is really right. And I try so hard not to break. Like right. there's sometimes that like I have to like put my hand up and pretend that I'm like, oh, I gotta look down or I'm just distressed for a second because I'm about to crash. Like it just yeah. it's 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 painful. And then I'll walk in and I'll be going in the other room I'm like, you're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of ridiculous, how ridiculous is it to have to audition for a role you already have, right? I mean, seriously, one of my favorite scenes is when Chase finds out from his agent that he has to audition for Chino Hills after dark. Oh my gosh. Played brilliantly by the way by Nikki Blonsky. I just I just love this scene. So uh, Ryan, are you really scared of self tapes? Because that was convincingly brilliant when when you just looked terrified when you said I have to self tape? Yeah. What? I have to audition? I mean I think the whole audition process in general is so crazy and terrifying yeah. of just you don't know what anybody wants. You're making your own decisions in here, and you're going in a room to – acting's a weird thing. You're in front of these people, make-believing, and then you have to make sure your psyche's believing it as well. Right. So, of course, and when I'm hearing, like, why – and the whole fact that I had to self-tape anyways for a show that is on is also terrifying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I'm auditioning <laughs> for the role I already have? What? Exactly. <laughs> then I was thinking, like, what would be, like, the most – fearful thing for an actor and a lot of it for men is crying so i was like oh my god i gotta cry i'm like please tell me i don't have to cry and then i just created this thing that i couldn't cry on chino hills regular right i was like and lenny knew that so he was testing me so that was my whole 
So it was, yeah. I mean, I would rather have someone say, hey, kid, you got the job instead of me <laughs> having to audition anytime and walk into a room. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. Yes. Just fantastic. I, I can, yeah. We cannot wait to see how this thing plays out. Like yes. Logan said, I really hope you guys get more seasons and that it makes a transition into a streamer because it's just brilliant. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for the support. It's been amazing. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Yeah, I mean, you guys are just wonderful. It's easy to support when you guys are so fun, you know, and, and you guys are just amazing at what you do. It's always fun to support people like that. Appreciate. Yeah, no, we love it. And and again, you know, the the cast and the guest cast that we've had, right? I mean, those guys and girls have brought everything to another level. Mm-hmm. Like every time they come in, it raises our game. Right. And they're, and they're hilarious. They're hilarious. Yep. Willie, Steven Weber, Nikki Blonsky, Bree, like mm. all of them, like they're just like, for lack of a better word, like they're just brilliant in what they do and what they bring. And it's still improv. Even when they come in, they're yep. just br- bringing their crazy self. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. Just bring your crazy self. Just be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, That's basically the job requirement. How much crazy can you bring? Okay, and talk about brilliant raising the game and bringing the crazy. How freaking epic was the queen of daytime television herself, Laura, Miss Jeannie Francis on the season finale? What? Awesome. For anybody that, I mean, I I grew up like soaps. We even had, we even had General Hospital in Germany. Yes. So, <laughs> so by, when I moved, like we had it in Germany. Like, yeah, no, Laura, ich kann's nicht. But we still knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> well, so, that was really time, good. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, like, method. Hello. <laughs> Hello. That's great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, but yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, career, put that in the book, right? Like, that's pretty awesome. Mm. Legendary. Well, you guys are quickly becoming legendary yourselves. Exactly. So. Infamous. infamous. We will be the, in- they're, they're... the infamous quarantine team. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. We say legendary. She's like, no, infamous. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably fits better. It's true. I'll never look at frozen desserts again. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> I can never just chew on a Magnum bar anymore. No, I'm terrified to go to a therapist again. Like, you know. <laughs> It's like, you want me to touch myself? What? Now I have to do what? Oh, my goodness. Put the picture down. No. That's all right. You you know what's even worse? At one point, there was a frozen banana in there. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) That's what's going to make you cry on cue right there. That's right. Right That was all I needed. Is that that a banana or are you just happy to see me? That's it, right? Wait, like, how, like, what kind of sensation hey, do we have? Are we, are we... <laughs> 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 it's like, if we go to the banana, the banana, the banana might have been too much. We didn't want yeah. to horrify everybody. <laughs> so it's the popsicle. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's a little bit more mild, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> that, 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 we're, we're going more PG. You know. We're going to keep it in the PG rating. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Popsicle keeps it clean. Banana's X-rated. It's okay. It's Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the worst part about the whole popsicle is the stick. Yeah, 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 right there, right there. Splinters, like when you get, when like, you uh, get the you know. splinters, I'm like, no, nobody wants a splinter there. No, but, like, oh. 
I know this is SAG, but am I insured? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and whose poor PA job is it to remove the splinter? Oh, I just, yeah. oh my gosh. Oh, we need new popsicles change. Oh, Bring in the popsicles. No, oh, no. <laughs> Try to explain that one in the ER. Like, yeah, right, oh. right. No. Uh, During a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know there's a lot of COVID patients, but I got a serious issue. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah, yeah. Pop, don't, don't. I never want to put popsicle wrangler on on a resume anyway. No, like, no, never, mm. never. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> just having to fill out the paperwork. And why are you here? <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, it started yeah. with a picture. And right. yeah. <laughs> it just went from there. Like, yeah. it, was, it was a suggestion. That's right. right. It was merely a suggestion. Oh boy! Uh, oh, it was? <laughs> well, it be- it quickly became a demand with Willa, but I mean, it was like yeah. you know, his medal is tested. Oh, oh, oh. can only imagine. I, I feel, I, I, dude, I, I feel like you you survived. You know the the, the popsicle scandal, so you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. Hey, I'm good. That's right. I'm back to walking. <laughs> I'm out of the body cast. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's opened up his creativity. Yeah, it is. Literally. Literally, yeah. literally, literally. Literally opened up. Let's put it but this it, way. He knows how to cry now. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Oh, See, oh. I, feel, I feel like it's put a splinter in our relationship. <laughs> Ella, the first time's supposed to be gentle. What are you doing to the man making Jeez. him cry? Yeah, oh, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Oh I'm bad. Emotional moment. Uh, I I bet for you and him, I'm sure. <laughs> Wowzers. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Let's get this back on track. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. We have the E next to it on every platform. It's fine. We're good. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank goodness. You have been warned. There's an E. Uh, yeah. and yet, and yet, Is that for entrance? Hey, oh. yeah. <laughs> Oh. And exit, my friend. Entrance and exit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I guess it depends on who you are. Oh, wow. Who's tuning in? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, all right. And I thought oh. we couldn't beat Lisha in her butt no, 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 no. I think this is taking the lotion in the whole uh, crossing yeah. the line a little far. It's yeah, great. No, no. <sighs> the ratings on this one are going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to get. It's yeah. going to be. It's going to crack. <laughs> our way in like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right that's right <laughs> yeah. it's gonna open up for more viewers oh yeah that's right and people are gonna think we're asinine but yeah. it's okay it's all right <laughs> it's this whole conversation that's right good. we're equal opportunity here it's all good it's all good, it's all good inside yeah. the farm uh, so, what advice would you pass on? <laughs> we, no, we normally like to end the interview yeah. because we have a lot of listeners who are trying to get into the industry, and ninety percent of them have been uh, scared off at this point. They're yeah, like, "Fuck I, that!" A lot of a lot of stretching, <laughs> and and some of Alicia's some of Alicia's lotion, please, oh some sort God. of deep breath, deep breath, just breathe it through. Just breathe it through. Don't have plans for the morning. Oh yeah. You might not walk straight the next day. Exactly. (laughs) The walk to the refrigerator was a little gingerly. It was was okay. It was all right. And then she wanted to do 
Then Willow wanted to do it as a self tape. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I did it for Kate. This is not all for This is definitely right. not good lighting on me. Oh, wow. <laughs> it looks really white. <laughs> That's better than a dried up raisin, Ryan. It's better than a dried up raisin. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you look a little like polished. a reflector board. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey. Oh, hey. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Your, your right. boy, your child is going to have a great childhood. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. I to say. Yeah. He is in for a world of fun. He doesn't even know it. I agree. Oh, oh, oh he knows it. He knows it. <laughs> Anybody who's been around us is like, oh, so you guys are just basically overgrown four-year-olds. That's <laughs> The son came out and said, you sure? Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So at some point he came out and said, are you sure you don't want to use the banana? It's like, it's it's fine. fine. (laughs) Not the night you want to block it in the room. Oh, that. (laughs) (laughs) He's never going to eat a banana after that. No, no. no. (laughs) You want me to put what on my cereal? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the days where we like high five. We're like, we're crushing this parent. (laughs) Monday was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. This kid's got a lot of counselor visits coming. It's going to be great. Uh, Hopefly not the same counselor. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Mom and dad's counselor said it was good to use the banana. Exactly. Even though we got four Groupon coupons left, I think. No, we're oh my goodness! Group, Groupon—that's the next therapy session. Group. It's a you know. That's it. That seems like yeah. a progression. That could be the finale. Marty, Marty will make it a master class. It'll be beautiful. It'll be. A, everybody's that. coming together to save yeah. Chino Hills. Uh, yeah, he's at Ralph's Camp Bananas now. <laughs> hey, that's actually a great idea. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> The golden banana himself. That's uh, right. Cool. That's right. Oh my, oh my gosh, y'all. Y'all are killer. I can barely stand. I know. I am like, crying <laughs> right now. Like, I can't. <sighs> okay. So seriously, though. Yes. Seriously. We, we really do like to have you guys pass on some wisdom to the listeners about what maybe advice you guys would give for people trying to break into the industry and like what kind of pitfalls would you try to avoid other than bananas? Like, you know. I would definitely say the biggest advice I could give to anybody that's coming up in this business that I wish I had done more of and this experience helps me realize it is have fun Mm. somehow even under all the pressure of a self tape and knowing that it says cry after page two halfway (laughs) down (laughs) even when you're building up to that it's still fun and you're still releasing something inside you that you need to get out Mm. emotions anything that you have that see the fun in it even though it's a super difficult business and a very trying business it's still a lot of fun to make believe and be able to say some things and do things that i'm scared to do in my real life that i'm like oh i can do this now because no one's judging me they're judging my character which is a beautiful thing so have fun that would be mine i like that yeah definitely i second what (laughs) brian said but i would also love to add that people forget what made them special what made people want to see them so stop trying to do it right everybody has the same same letter same same sides everybody has the same dialogue 
Be who you are because that's what's going to make it different and that's what's going to make it interesting to people. Don't water yourself down trying to appeal to an idea of what you think they want you to be. Mm. Bring everything that makes you uniquely you and gives your own specific voice to the material. Brilliant. And with, be, within that, you find the fun, right? Exactly. And with, you do that, mm. you have yeah. fun. So. Wow, you guys, just fantastic. So guys. good. Just awesome. fantastic. Like, this good. is going to go down in the memory books. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this will definitely be an interview no one will forget. Never. <laughs> and you will never look at a banana the same way. I will not. No. Especially no. those ones that are turning bad. Like, no. you know, yeah. I'll never look at a banana the same way. There is no yeah. such thing as a bad banana. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, 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 wow okay i heard ryan just drop something i was like i I swear a fruit fly just flew by me (laughs) (laughs) i don't know the bananas bananas in the house i think i found the whole stash the banana's (laughs) just the first fruit ryan it's just the first fruit there's so much more to come buddy enjoy your fruit when's this quarantine going to that's Saddle up, partner. Oh. <laughs> Wowzers. Wow. wow. Oh. Saddle up, partner. That's a t shirt right yeah, there. Right there. Uh, <laughs> with, a, with a banana. Uh, <laughs> On the banana? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I can picture it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Listen, guys, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us and just having a good time. Boy, you guys literally know how to be crazy inside the Crazy Ant Farm, so it's awesome. Well, thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. And you guys. Thanks so much for having us and for supporting our show. Oh, without wow. doubt. And open invite, guys. Anytime you guys want to come back on and talk about anything, fruit, you know, just whatever it is. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> or just shoot the shit, you know, whatever, you know. Frozen dessert. <laughs> That's right. Now, uh, now we understand the uh, frozen vegetable being a necessary menu item. But way back in the early counter right. part of the conversation, uh, right? I mean, it's all it's all yes. learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were here to inform and enlighten. It's yes, and that's, that's that's the goal. It's that's all a learning goal. experience because now we finally know why it's called banana split. There that's right. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I think there is nothing that can beat that. Yeah, we'll fade to black on that one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm bowing right now. That's right. That's right. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Yep. Um, you guys you. take care now. Appreciate it. And serious, open thank invite you. whenever y'all want to come back, man. I appreciate thank it. Thank you care, guys. so much. Take care. All right Bye-bye. now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh my goodness. Just so <laughs> these people are just so great. Everyone a part of this show is just so freaking phenomenal. Oh boy, yeah. This is um <laughs> they certainly know how to have fun, don't they? That's right, man. That's right. Oh my gosh. Man, thank goodness they're a real couple. Yeah. Because seriously. if they weren't, they would be now. Be, I, yeah, or just like they couldn't look each other in the eye or no. any, yeah. Just <laughs> Wowzers, man. <laughs> One thing's for sure, though. If, if, if they indeed have the, the launch party, wrap party, whatever you want to call it at the restaurant, I'm going nowhere near bananas. Nope. Nope. Never. Mm, never. No. And they're going to be placed everywhere. <laughs> they, like, or, we, we should bring a bunch. That's how yeah. we should introduce. Hi, Dustin Logan. Yeah, you remember us? Here's your banana. Here's your banana with a side of popsicles. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. So good, man. So good. I love it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So good. Thank you again, Ellen Ryan, for coming on the show. All right, guys. I know that that was just absolutely insane. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's honestly one of the most funnest 
One of the most fun interviews I've ever been a part of. Oh, yeah. But it's time to get serious. It's time to it's get time, serious. If you can. It's put the bananas and the popsicles away you and know. let's get serious. Exactly. Exactly. It's time for the top five. <laughs> it's time for the top five. And this week it is top five locations you would want to shoot a film. I know we had talked about before like countries and things like that. Yeah. But we're talking about specific locations. Definitely. So, I mean – Man, there's a lot of fucking places. There's so many epic places <laughs> like, that you could shoot. That I mean, it just yeah, – yeah, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, excited. seriously, seriously. Number five, but as could easily be number one for anyone ever, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yes. Hotel California itself and Beverly Hills Los Angeles. Just an amazing, beautiful place. We had the pleasure of having a meeting there and just gorgeous – Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. So classy. Like, I would just love to shoot, like, an L.A. gangster film there. Yes, like, that would be epic. Something like that. Like, it's just beautiful, I mean, guys. Marilyn, we, we had a meeting where Marilyn Monroe lived. Exactly. Like, okay? I mean, hung out in the bungalow. Yeah. Okay? All right? Exactly. And and one of my locations is another place that she lived. Like, she was spread her time evenly. Yeah, right? It's great. It's great. We'll get to that. But, Yeah. And the fact that we had a meeting at the same place, Guns N' Roses was signed. Right? Like, Bam! Badass. Epic place, dude. That That's a brilliant place. I would do- definitely love to shoot there. Uh, my number five is very generic and yet very detailed. <laughs> Literally anywhere underwater. Literally. I would love to shoot underwater. Yes. Like, like, like Atlantis, just like, you know, any of the haunted reefs. Just like when you think about all the stuff that's under there. That we haven't even like seen yet. Like I just, I just feel like James Cameron, who we always give some shit. We do. Okay? We, we do. always give Cameron <laughs> some shit. But he really inspired me with Abyss starting off with and everything. Just yeah. that whole world underwater just fascinates me. So if I could shoot anywhere, anywhere literally underwater, that's my number five. Oh yeah, for sure. That would be badass. Uh, my number four. This amazing place in downtown Los Angeles. A lot of people have been there. The apple pan. Yes. Some of the most delicious freaking food ever. Like, honestly, might have been the best cheeseburger I've ever had and best ham sandwich, right? Yeah, definitely. Not might have been for me. Definitely the best ham sandwich. Thing is fucking thick. All right. So thick ham sandwich, fresh cut with the lettuce and the mayo. That shit is badass. Yeah. Apple pan. Oh my God. It's so freaking cool, guys. You walk into like these barn style type doors and you're basically just sitting at this bar the whole way around. I mean, you're talking to strangers, which is probably bad now. If you think about it. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. That that sucks. That really sucks because it was such an experience and the waiters so freaking fast and like they got these badass cash machines like if you ever go it's only cash so just yeah. be prepared <laughs> it's only cash like but yeah it's an absolute beautiful place some amazing delicious food but yes the apple pan downtown los angeles yeah it, it's fantastic it is uh, what it's off sepulveda yeah i, I don't know how, how to like say that. that name I, I never get that name right but anyway <laughs> Um, okay, my the other hotel that Marilyn Monroe frequented, um, the Hollywood Roosevelt. Yes. Guys, this is like one of the most famous, iconic. It, it's right there on Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, you know, you see it, the big red neon sign at the top, the Roosevelt. Uh, it's so it's got so many different epic restaurants on the inside of it. It's got the Cabana Pool, world famous Cabana Pool outside with the little. I mean, the, just the the hotel 
is a cool location. And then everything inside the hotel, you've got like all these little mini locations that would be epic to shoot at. So yeah. how can you not want to do the Hollywood Roosevelt? I yeah, mean, I agree, man. I agree. Fucking just amazing, beautiful place. <laughs> like so good. So good. So good. Uh, my number three is the Indianapolis Museum of Art. Mm. Uh, just honestly, everybody knows, uh, born and raised in Indianapolis, and they have this amazing art garden where you walk outside and literally just every once in a while you'll see some random beautiful art pop up they've got this like a beautiful pond like just in the middle there's this really cool like igloo that people i think stay on can rent to stay on in the middle of the pond and they have this badass like huge oak tree that they like tipped over and made like a swing set Hmm. like there's just so many beautiful spots in this uh museum this garden so like i would definitely recommend to visit there if you're ever in the midwest area indianapolis art museum just an absolute beautiful place who knew see drop in knowledge because when when you think indie you obviously indianapolis 500 yeah, you racing. think all the race you don't think art no. right you don't think art museum but that's awesome dude yeah. I, I fucking love that in igloo in indy yeah that right? would be like, badass like, that's worth it right there go, <laughs> go go check that out my i i've always wanted to shoot at this place i just I think it's one of the most iconic structures ever in the history of ever. <laughs> I don't even know what I Ever in the history of ever. Ever in the history of ever. The Empire State Building. Oh, yes. Right? It, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan up there at the top. Sleepless in Seattle. You remember that? Like, so It's good. just – I mean – who doesn't want to shoot at that? King Kong? Like, right. it's, it, in, in film history, it's got to be one of the most iconic buildings ever. Yeah. And I just – I want to be a part of that film history. I would love to shoot something at the Empire State Building. Yeah. Just, just saying. Enough just said. Saying. It's beautiful. Said. Man. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. My number two is kind of surprising, but I think it's just such a grand hotel and such of like a eh place. <laughs> um, the Beau Rivage Hotel in Biloxi, Mississippi. It is honestly gorgeous. The outside oh is gosh. absolutely beautiful. The fountain, the walkway, like the staircase. Like I feel like the outside by itself could easily be featured in a film. Sure. And then the inside, like the red carpet everywhere, it's just beautiful. Any casino, honestly. Yeah. Like any like grand casino, I feel like would be badass. Yeah, and now now it's got MGM Park across from it. So yeah. you get that whole aesthetic of, of this beautiful building and then the, the ballpark across. Yeah. yeah, that'd be epic to shoot at. No doubt, no doubt. Um, uh, sticking in lo- the Los Angeles theme here, I'm bouncing coasts. Um, the Hollywood sign, Oof. Mount Lee. Yes. But I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, for anybody who hasn't made it to the top, okay, made it all the way to the top, there's like all this stuff behind the sign. There's these like rock formations and these like paths. And, a, and I just think it would be the view from there unbeatable you will never see a better view than from behind that sign and i just think to shoot something back there whether it's a creepy horror thing about somebody trying to survive or or just any kind of a thing like that it's i think it would be absolutely epic we've always we always see the front we always see the front always but from behind it's just as epic and maybe even more intriguing to see on film than the front of the sign so i would like to do that i would like to show behind the scenes Behind the scenes. Yes. Behind the side. <laughs> All right. My number one. Nobody's ever getting in this motherfucker, but it's fine. It's fine. 
Buckingham Palace, mm. London, England. Mm. Just absolutely gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. But the Queen ain't let nobody in there. No, no, no. Maybe when Kate and William, though. Maybe. Are, I mean, when they're on the throne, I feel like they've they're they're so open and down to earth and just like the people's people. Um, maybe they'll let people in. Yeah, I th- I just it looks so amazing. I can only imagine what it looks like inside. And honestly, like the scale, the scope mm. of that motherfucker is just. I dropped like no words. I have no words. Yeah, like, it's just huge. I, I, <laughs> like, I totally yeah, agree. Like, I totally agree. I mean, I, I mean, who wouldn't want to film in there? Exactly. It's, it's amazing, and the history behind it. See, I'm a huge history buff, so I just think anything like that. Buckingham has such a huge history. It really it, does, right? Um, and that's why my number one pick. Is same type thing. The Kyoto Imperial Palace in Japan. Yeah, I, literally. Any of the imperial palaces in Japan, old yeah. school, ancient, you know, from yeah. from the days of the of the imperial rulers and the shoguns and the samurais, and uh, I just I I love the culture, I love the history that's involved with that, and I just think just watch Last Samurai, you'll see what I'm talking about. That iconic location with the cherry trees and just the the streams and the gardens and like you said, gardens and yeah. it's just beautiful i couldn't imagine finding a, a more beautiful place outside of the u.s to shoot than there i yeah. just you know there you go that's me yeah, right, right there that's that, that, that that's what i want yes oh my goodness and i mean you know there's a uh, the box office yes it's there but no one knows where no. <laughs> it was a tight race for number uh, one this week so huh? tight so tight uh <laughs> Box office recap, it's not The Wretched at number one anymore, but I did see, I did see that The Wretched uh, surpassed a million dollars. Yes. So congratulations to everybody a part of that. Congratulations to our boy Jameson Jones. Yes. Rocking and rolling with that one. But yes, it's at number two now. Uh, Last week it pulled in uh, $205,000 and number one was Becky with $206,000 thousand dollars now is this the story of like uh an aunt that went to prison for fraud or not yeah, no, no no it's not that becky yeah. <laughs> uh number three was strike and are you guys ready for this total one dollar <laughs> one dollar that's it and this number four six and the future one dollar so i do with that what you will i especially sex and the future like it's just weird, weird man. <laughs> I I don't even know what to say about I that. I know. I don't even know it, what to say about that. It was really so grand total, insane. like what four hundred and eleven thousand, twelve, thirteen, four hundred and you know, thirteen, four hundred and eleven thousand and thirteen dollars. Yep, right there. That yeah, yeah. kudos to y'all. <laughs> or a couple of hours of tickets sold for a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like the first three hours yeah, like that's just, already they make that shit or what bezos makes just now yeah exactly <laughs> in one second that went into his pocket that's right absolutely crazy man absolutely crazy and now it is time for the imdb pro top trending segment yes oh man we love this app we do absolutely amazing thing we recommend it to everyone we come in contact with especially if you are involved in the entertainment it's industry true. because it's a need to have our and intern will ha- will use this app relentlessly exactly it's the bible it's it is the industry bible no it doubt. it is it is uh 
for the top trending movie, we got Uncut Gems. That makes total sense to me. Yeah. Uh, it's resurgence on Netflix. Now that it's on Netflix, I think anybody who didn't see it in the theaters is jumping at it. And, yeah. you know, who, who doesn't want to see Adam Sandler all crazy bad? Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, oh, my favorite Adam Sandler performance, honestly. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Bobby Boucher and, you know, and, like, yeah. you know, all Happy Gilmore and all them. But this was a badass movie. So It was. It was. I mean, completely plot twist. Or, I mean, kind of plot twist. You could kind of see it happening but not in the way it happened like it was wild guys go watch it go stream it on netflix rocking and rolling and netflix also owns the top trending tv show space force space force it's freaking hilarious guys (laughs) if you like the office you'll like this one Uh, it's a little bit more goofier than the office but i mean you got lisa kudrow you got um steve carell like so many amazing actors that are a part of this thing it's hilarious it is making fun of trump the whole time it's great I mean, and rightfully so, because Trump, like, just, you know, l- let's be honest about it. Yeah. Trump stole everything about the real Space Force from, like, Star Trek. Yeah. So you got to make fun of him. The logo looks exactly like the Star yeah. Trek. So it only makes sense that there's a Steve Carell show making fun of that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, and the top, top trending star, Diana Silvers. Oh. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> we don't know why. Uh, yeah. Like we don't know why. So we're gonna have to refer to the Bible and find out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, that was a tease. That's all. You wanna know why she's the top trending star? You wanna know who she is? Get IMDB Pro. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That it's really just a big promo for IMDB Pro. That's right there. Right there, guys. Oh my goodness. But anyway, thank you for getting a little crazy with us on episode 116. Mm. So good. So good. We got to thank our guest one more time, Ryan Kraus. Kraus. You did so well with his name all week. You have been great. You have been great. So well. And Ella Thomas, just amazing people. And be sure to check out Quarantine on ING. IGTV, and uh, be sure to follow them and all that good stuff. Be sure to follow the company, our company, on social media, at Crazy Ant Media on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Be sure to follow us both on social media, our uh, professional accounts, myself, at Fantastic and Crazy Ant Guy 1970. That's right, and you can also subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Watch us on YouTube and so much more. Be sure to hit that like button on YouTube. Subscribe as well. Here it comes. Ring that bell. <laughs> you can ring my bell. bell. Ring, ring my, my bell. bell. Yeah. Right I, there. Yeah. Right there, man. It's so good. It's so good. So much good content on our YouTube page. If you want to see us sing piano man we got you covered yes jeremy gordon go check that out my man exactly exactly and then of course visit our website crazyantmedia.com for the latest and greatest on anything happening here at crazy ant media and our merchandise website at crazyantmedia.com you can start get some shirts get some hats get some bags sweatshirts anything along those lines you have some apparel needs we have you covered man it's just been a great show a great show and honestly hmm I, I like talking about, like, differing opinions and trying to think of new things. So I like the SAG stuff. I like mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. that because, I mean, it is a very important topic right now that everyone needs to have, especially the award seasons and the award uh, competitions and things like that. And then, of course, I love talking about fucking Spider-Man. Yes. And to the Spider-Universe. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, anytime we talk about superheroes, it's Obviously. definitely one of my favorite parts of the show. And I agree with you. I, I really enjoy talking about uh, Asha and and what she's kind of like, you know, they, what they, uh, boy, see, I have got to do a better job. What they have kind of brought to the forefront of how to address things. And it, it, if if you can spark a conversation or a debate, then you're doing something good. Yeah. And I, I so I really enjoyed that. And again, obviously, our interview segment. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I just, I'm still laughing. I, I am know, still right? laughing. <laughs> like, like, they were just wonderful, just fantastic. So good, so good. And I mean, of course, both of one of our both fucking favorite parts of the show is talking about the only O that matters. Yes! Oprah! Oprah!